morning, everyone. Fabulous. I like that. Um, my name is Emily. I am the children's and youth pastor here at Christchurch. Um, and I know that we are doing a sermon series, which is, are you ready? Okay, so my question today is, are you ready to think smaller and aim lower? So before Christmas, I did an evening where I shared what was recently happening within the kids and youth ministry, what is currently happening, and why people get involved within these ministries. And then I got like told by many people within the church that they wanted to hear it on a Sunday morning, which was so encouraging to hear because I thought, wow, this is a church that really values children's and youth ministry. So this talk is going to be interspersed with videos where other people are going to be sharing as well. So the first video is looking at what has recently happened in the kids and youth ministry. And I'm talking from like May. So let's watch the video. privilege being part of CCS Kids recently um, and we've had a fantastic time with them and I really love that when we go into that room on a Sunday morning that we spend time where they want to talk to us, they want to communicate with us, they want to tell us the brilliant things that have happened in their week, they want to tell us what they'd like prayer for and I just love how open they are to have conversations with each other um, and with us as the leaders. And something that was particularly enjoyable was doing the starting line with them, which is a series that's kind of like a children's version of Alpha. And we spent time discussing basic things in the Christian faith that helped them to think about what they believed and what they thought and gave them a chance to think for themselves. brilliant I loved how much they were open to talking and discussing and and saying what they thought and trying to work it out for themselves and particularly in connecting with God they wanted to connect with God they wanted to learn how to do that and it was a privilege to help them to do that it's been fantastic and I'm really excited to see what is going to happen with the children as we follow up Over the last year, we've had a great time with young people connected to Christchurch. I'm, I'm actually amazed at what we've managed to do when I look back with just a small bunch of leaders. Uh, but there was, there was enough of us that we could open up on Friday nights to provide a safe space for young people to come and just be. Uh, using the cafe and the halls, we had a whole range of young people come and join us. Uh, ones we knew from schools that we work in, ones connected to our church community through families, and uh, ones we didn't know so well at first, but were great to journey with and provide a space 
uh, where, where they could all feel that they belong. Uh, we had like food, uh, games on the tables, uh, a bit of like, music and things, uh, mostly just great free time to connect and build relationships and then uh, a time where we'd get everyone together for something special each time. Like you, you could tell, you could just tell that it was so valued by the young people who came. We didn't do anything wild or elaborate besides rearrange the furniture a little bit, but the young people just seemed to value us being open to them, providing a time and a space suited to them uh, with no fixed agenda, just, just starting where they're at and knowing that the church cares about them and has something amazing to give their generation. Uh, another thing uh, was that we were able to run an alpha youth course uh, with a whole bunch of young people, uh, all of them already a part of church through their families, but also really in need of the chance to uh, explore the basics of the Christian faith for themselves. Uh, and so it was really cool to use the cafe for that, um, playing the videos that Alpha have made for teenagers uh, and having some really cool conversations too. Uh, I remember one night where uh, Jack, Meg and myself gave them some quiet time to reflect on their own relationship with Jesus uh, using the swimming pool illustration, if you've ever seen that. Um, and then like speaking to them afterwards individually, I was, I was blown away by how profound their answers were, how eager they were to know Jesus more in their everyday lives. Like we, we've got such an opportunity at Christchurch to, to make a difference. And I know working with hundreds and thousands of young people each term in schools, just, just how much that difference is needed for them. Uh, the, the only thing holding us back is we desperately need the people power and so much more of it to put in place that uh, amazing weekly program our young people need right now. I love how the starting line and Youth Alpha provided a chance for discussions about the foundations of faith. And I love how relationships uh, with the kids and the young people were continued being built upon and deepened. Now, Tabs mentioned about volunteers, uh, or actually the need for more volunteers. Uh, the Church of England did a study about youth and children's growth. And they asked, like churches that were growing, what was, did they personally find the biggest challenge? And they said that it was finding volunteers. That was 70% of the churches that they asked. And I'm going to be honest and say that here at Christchurch, it is really difficult to find volunteers. That's just honesty there, okay? But our next video is Sharon from CCS Kids team. And she's going to be sharing why she serves within this ministry. Here is Sharon, here to share with us why she is a part of CCS Kids. What excites you about kids' ministry? It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> uh, it's like 
it's like we all go out of church and go to the, the kids' club area and have an absolutely great time, a bit of a party, and learn something about God at the same time, and it's quite exciting. <laughs> uh, we have a great time whilst learning about God. We don't just have a party every week. We do learn scripture. We do uh, have videos. We do have discussions that are God-based. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not just a party, it's a party that just so happens to be in the context of learning about God. So very exciting when an adult asks the children questions and they seem to know more about God than the adults do. <laughs> that is quite exciting too. And but I mean, it, it is it is everything. But it's you know, it's seeing these children kind of like blossom, and you know, and really really get excited about being in in the kids club. What role do you play in the kids team? Because I'm now kind of helping with the actions to the songs, as well as the drinks, and then slowly but surely person who's teaching, whoever that might be, is then um, getting the helpers to actually do something. So they might like split a group of 15 into three groups of five and then say discuss with the children what they think of this aspect and then you're actually integrating with the children rather than just in a huge circle and just sitting there and listening. What would you like to see happen in the future? Doing more songs that weren't just actions, but were proper Makaton or BSL, British Sign Language, signs in them. And having more provision that if, like I say, if a child did turn up with special needs, we would be able to accommodate them. That would be my heart. Yeah. Why do you sign up to kids ministry once a month? Because kids club is so exciting that I want other people to uh, get excited too. And I'd feel a bit like, if I did it every week, then no one else would get a go and no one else would find out how, how interesting these children are. So I try and limit myself to, so that everyone gets a chance. It's such an exciting area of church that everyone should, you know, everyone should have a go if, if they're fit and healthy enough. Mm -hmm. If they're not fit and healthy enough, then as with anything in any church, prayers is the best thing that anyone could do for us. And uh, I don't think there's anyone who can't pray. So, if you can't help, pray. I mean, the kids pray. The kids pray. The kids <laughs> pray for the adults. They do. And, I mean, any, any adults that think that they're, that they're just too elderly to help, or whatever other reason, just pray that the ministry will carry on and that the kids will carry on being excited. What inspires you to be part of the kids' team? 
the children are like a sponge mm. that just wants to soak up as much information and learn as much as they possibly can about God during the time that they are in Sunday school. I want the adults to make sure that you never ever look down on children as someone who doesn't know much because the chill any the children can teach us adults a lot more than a lot of adults can teach us adults and if a child ever wants to pray for you then their prayers are going to get answered just as much as any adult prayers if you want to have a great time on a sunday morning then join the kids club should i press stop now oh, yeah <laughs> thank you sharon and thank you to everyone on the kids and youth team sharon's here can we give her a big round of applause I love Sharon's passion and enthusiasm to see children grow in their faith. And she says that she loves seeing the kids blossom. And that's just such an amazing way to describe it. Sharon mentions not to look down on kids as they can teach us. Uh, there's, there's a book out there called Children's Ministry in the Way of Jesus. And it says this, children are learners and teachers. And that they have as much to teach adults about life in God's kingdom as we adults have to teach them. Jesus said one must become like a child to enter God's kingdom. And we take these words seriously as we seek to minister with children. I also love how Sharon wants others to get involved. Um, I think Sharon would do it every week if she could, but um, she really wants to see others see like the, these kids and young people on fire for God. Um, so there is an opportunity at the end of the service. If you would like to sign up, okay, it's not signing up to be on team, okay, it's just signing up uh, to find more information about it, okay? You're not signing your life away, don't worry. Okay, um, and these will be in the different areas of ministry within kids and youth. So that's minis, kids, youth, and families. Now, the next video that we are going to watch is about the present. What is currently happening within these ministries? At Kids, we have started a new series called God Rocks with material that we have invested in as a church. And this series is looking at some of the different parables that Jesus shared that shows us how much God loves us. Okay, and okay last one. Oh, wait a minute. One of my marbles is missing. 
What? What do you mean? It looks like you've got a whole bowl of marbles here. Oh, I'm missing my green and red striper. Oh, the collection is not complete without him. Don't worry, Chip. Maybe Striper rolled outside with Ruff and Kitty Rock. Come on, we've got to go find him. <laughs> We've searched the whole universe and there's no sign of Striper. <laughs> My collection is ruined! Oh, well, couldn't you just get another marble? <sighs> no, only Striper. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, Kitty Rock! Are you alright? <coughs> Striper! There you are! Jim, look, it's Striper! We found him! So we're able to explore this through games, activities, teaching, creative prayer, worship. Like that, this, that room isn't a babysitting service. No, no, no. That's where children are experiencing the awesome and unconditional love in an accessible way for them. You may hear them counting down from five. And I'm not gonna apologize for that because that shows their excitement of what is coming next in learning about the love, hope, and joy of God. Before summer, Emily and the youth team volunteers got together to see how we were going to relaunch the youth ministry for a new year. Being realistic about what we could do with the volunteers we had, and planning in faith for what we can do with a larger team, we have an exciting plan for this year. Firstly, after summer, we restarted CCS Youth Upstairs every other Sunday. We're using the new materials that the church now have access to beginning with a series where we encounter key people from the Old Testament and understand what their story can mean for how we see God and our relationship with him. Throughout Illuminate Plus, we're going to be talking about some heroes from the Bible. Now, some of you guys might be on here thinking, the Bible, isn't that 101 ways to make my life more boring? Well, let me tell you this. We're going to go through some absolute heroes that messed it up but they also became part of the change. Secondly, for the weeks in between CCS Youth, we have a whole new initiative. We know that children and young people are as much the church of today as the adults are, and that many young people thrive when they're trusted and given the opportunity to contribute. With that in mind, we're planning to find ways for each young person to serve as part of the wider church in areas that they're passionate about. This could be on the sound desk, as part of the welcome team, in the worship band, helping in CCS kids or minis. This isn't about boosting the numbers of volunteers in the other teams in church. This is about investing in our young people. So it would be done alongside a carefully chosen adult, already serving in those areas, who would be committed to helping the young people grow in skill and service. 
Lastly, we're looking forward to restart Friday Night Youth in a similar manner to what we heard Tabs describe earlier. But we are aiming for this to be every two weeks rather than monthly. One reason Fridays are exciting is because they are a totally different environment and are very accessible to young people from schools and the local community who are not usually part of our Sunday church. With some of the older youth, we have been doing one-to-one mentoring. We chat with the young people about life, challenges that they are facing, encouraging them, discussing faith, and showing we're here for the long run in journeying with them. We recently went to see one of the older youth in a pantomime where we were able to see her in action with being able to see her doing one of her biggest passions, dancing. It was awesome being in the audience and I felt so proud. We have had two CCS family events. The first being Operation Shine, where we packed shoe boxes for Operation Christmas Child. We had fun with having a picnic together, games and the chaos of packing those shoe boxes, and glow in the dark worship, and a message about sharing love, hope, and the joy of Jesus. The next event we had was showing the film Elf, one of the best Christmas films, if you ask me. Okay, so honestly, we showed the film and there were activity packs, we had games, we had Elf Bingo and Christmas goodies. At both of these events, we had people of all ages Someone was 72 who came to watch Elf because they'd always wanted to. CCS Families is about Christchurch family coming together because everyone is welcome as we are a church family. I'm so excited about what God is currently doing now at Christchurch with the kids and youth and families ministry. And there's one thing that I want to pull out of that video that Paul said, and I didn't, I didn't tell him to say this, by the way. Just a disclaimer. Um, so Paul said that the kids and youth are the church of today. Now, any children's and youth worker or pastor or anyone that works for, like, organisations would say that that is probably one of the most annoying sentences, like, that can be said, is that children and youth are the church of tomorrow. No, they're not. Okay, they are the church of now rant over okay so you know never to say that to me because i will just walk away because i've told you my opinion right to the next video the future there is no video okay and here is why
I am doing a very Jesus thing because that's what we should be doing, isn't it? Um, and uh, I'm going up to the mountain to spend time with my heavenly father uh, to pray about what is on his heart for the children's and youth ministry here at Christchurch and in whatever capacity that may be. But also praying what is on God's heart for the children's and youth ministry in Southport. Because our mission statement as a church is that we are in the heart of Southport with a heart for Southport. Frank is kindly helping me go through this process, uh, being a sounding board, uh, the challenger, because I asked for that, I was like, you need to ask me why, uh, the encourager to which I am truly grateful for. And I promise you that uh, when I know what God's vision is for the children's and youth ministry in Christchurch, I will share it with the whole church. Meaning I've just put myself on the preaching rotor without consulting anyone on the leadership team. So that's fine. I've said it now. Again, it's got to happen. Uh, because this ministry is too important to not share this information. It is too important for people not to get involved. Like Sharon said, whether that's through volunteering or through praying if you're unable to. So the times that I have been spending time up in the mountains, I've really had just a sense of wow, uh, but in an absolute sense of excitement. But wow can be said in many different ways. And the other sense I have is, oh wow. And there's a reason why, okay? Because it's the fact that when uh, children and young people say yes to Jesus being their forever friend, their lives are transformed. And this will have a knock-on effect on the whole church. Are we ready for it? Yes, thank you. That's from Toby. That is what I'm going to say, and I love that, Toby. Thank you. So why ask the question then? Are you ready to think smaller and aim lower? Well, we had the reading from Luke, and I'm going to read uh, the same account, but from the book of Mark. So if you'd like to join along with me, um, that's fine, but I will be reading from a different translation. Uh, so it's Mark chapter 9, verses 33 to 37. After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, what were you discussing on the road? But they didn't answer. Because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve disciples over to him and said, Whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. This is the bit that I love next. Then he put a little child 
among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf, I've lost my place, on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my Father who sent me. So who is the greatest? The disciples were having an argument and they were silenced by Jesus. How? He bought them a child. And actually, Jesus went and got the child. Jesus got lower and took the child in his arms. At the time, children were seen as second-class citizens. And at this moment, he was teaching his disciples and us okay, that everyone is equal and welcome. So in a church context in regards to ministry, that means that there is no second class ministry. Every ministry is just as important, meaning kids and youth ministry should not be overlooked. And it shouldn't be seen as a babysitting service because it's really not. Jesus then says, anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf. Okay, that's the bit we're going to go with. On my behalf. I feel that this is where we are being challenged to reflect Jesus to everyone. Everyone that comes into this church, everyone that we meet on the street, okay, and every child and young person, we should be seeing them the way that Jesus sees them. We should be looking at them and seeing that they are God's masterpiece. Seeing that they are made anew in Christ Jesus. And be excited that God has awesome plans for them now and for the future. Which he planned for them long ago. And that's from Ephesians 2 verse 10. Aim lower. Okay. So research has been done, and in Southport, there is over 17,000 children and young people. Our vision. We're in the heart of Southport with a heart for Southport. That means that we have a heart for all of those children and young people. Because we want them to meet Jesus and to be transformed. Research was done by the UK Church Statistics that says that 95% of under 18s are not in church. 
Hence why Scripture Union have now launched the 95 campaign to help churches reach the 95. Now, if you would like to hear more about this campaign, please go and talk to Tabs at the end of the service. Now, we know that church isn't just about services on a Sunday. Here at Christ Church, we have missional communities. And these are places of discipleship and encouragement. They are worship communities that think about how they might reach out to people who don't know Jesus. And they do this in a way that is accessible and suitable for them. This is a way in which we could reach the 95. There was a research paper by Barna Group that said two-thirds of Christians came to faith before the age of 18. And this research was asked to a broad audience, okay, who claimed to know Jesus regardless of church attendance or any other factor. The task of reaching every boy and girl is huge. But so too is the opportunity. Think smaller. There are children in that room and young people in here Okay, who have said yes to Jesus being their forever friend. Therefore, they are the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers within their schools, within their households, within the clubs that they go to, with their friends and their family. We need to realize that these people that we may see as small, God uses them. There is no age limit in God's book. So we as a church need to help them explore their faith with Jesus. Explore their giftings that Jesus has given them. Explore their giftings with the gifts of the Holy Spirit and equip them to go into the world and make disciples. So the question before I said is, are you ready to think smaller and aim lower? I'm going to add to that question. Are you ready to think smaller Aim lower, get involved, and dream bigger. So I'm going to finish by praying. God, I thank you that you are amazing, and I thank you that you are awesome. And I thank you that when you look at each and every one of us, that you see your masterpiece. 
Help us to see each and every child and young person the way that you do. God, help us to see that you have plans for these children and young people, that you planned for them ages ago, that those plans are for now and forever. God, help us as a church to reach those 17,000 children here in the heart of Southport. Because we have a heart for Southport. Amen.